Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google. What makes them industry giants? Get ready to take a peek inside and learn their secrets of success. This is Silicon Valley Insider, the show that demystifies the valley and helps to elevate your business to the next level. Now, your host for Silicon Valley Insider, Keith Koo. Welcome to Silicon Valley Insider. I'm your host, Keith Koo. On today's show, I have Allison Wynn and Tammy Laverty, who are the founders of My Dream, a test prep app. And they're going to talk about how their free mobile app is doing during COVID-19. And a little later in the show, we're going to have Santa Clara Supervisor Dave Cortesi talk about the digital divide. So don't go away. Well, this week's tech news, as we record, the CEOs of Twitter, Google, and Facebook are testifying in front of the Senate, defending their actions in what some perceive to be censorship, especially as we approach the election in the coming days. Uh, now, it's both Republicans and Democrats, with Republicans thinking that there's too much censorship and the Democrats thinking that there's not enough censorship. As a reminder, Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act of 1996 basically gave protections to companies like Twitter, Google, Facebook, and Yelp, and Amazon, and eBay, that they are protected as long as they're not the ones who create the content themselves. So republishing content is okay. The government is really taking a look at how do they re-clarify and redefine after 20-something odd years later and what the implications are. Of course, Twitter, Google, Facebook do not want the act changed, but I'm sure there's more to come on that. Elon Musk was in the news this week talking about how Tesla is going to reach fully autonomous very soon in their vehicles. Now, the definition of autonomous, I'm going to actually get into for Cyber Tip of the Week a little bit later on in the show. But in general, the thought that your car can be fully autonomous in driving without any human intervention. Uh, whether or not Tesla really reaches those stated goals, it has brought up a lot of questions and concerns from the public, from the National Highway Safety Transportation Agency, as well as individual owners on what this means. I do think that whatever happens, we will continue to move as a society towards more and more autonomous solutions. So for the time being, I'm going to be extra careful when seeing cars on the road and I'll stay off the sidewalk. And that's the tech news of the week. Welcome back to the show. Once again, my special guests today are Allison Wynn, who is the chief executive officer, and Tammy Laverty, who's the chief marketing officer and the co-founders of My Dream. They have a really cool platform for test prep, and you might know them by their app called Adorabooze. Welcome, Allison. Welcome, Tammy. Hi. Good to be here. Well, certainly during this time of uh, COVID, I think there's a lot of creativity happening in all different spaces. We've covered shows on return to work. We've covered shows on how different companies are handling video conferencing meetings. I had the first investor of Zoom on my show, Dan Scheiman. We talked about how video conferencing took off. So I'm really interested in hearing about your platform, my dream, the products on that, and then how did it all get started if it actually started even before the pandemic? Oh, thanks, Keith. Yeah, it did, actually, because I was really passionate about education and how to um, gamify education 
uh, my daughter, in fact, um, and I know it's very cliche and a lot of parents say that about their kids, but she really is very smart, uh, smart girl, really intelligent, but has a really hard time taking tests. She does um, really great in independent studies and projects, just has a hard time with standardized tests. I think that's something that a lot of parents can relate to. And so, you know, my idea was to develop a test prep app to help her be better at taking tests and let her, you know, intelligence shine through. And, um, you know, that's something that we all struggle with as parents, right? Like we help our kids and they might be doing their homework and they might be doing what they need to do, but they may be struggling with standardized tests. It's a controversial subject because, um, you know, we wish sometimes there weren't tests, but that's how the world works in um, education, right? You have to take the SAT, ACT to get into college. And so that's something um, like most of the time you can't elect out of. And so I really developed the Adore Boost to see, you know, how I can really help her and other kids who don't necessarily test well learn the skills and learn the the topics inside and out so that way they can be better at showcasing their knowledge. It's a great story. Uh, As a father and my daughter's entering or she's in high school about to start studying for the PSAT and the SAT, I I think you're so right that not everyone is uh, automatically able to take tests and take tests well. And it's not actually necessarily a good indication of whether they are or they're not going to be successful student in college. So I think that having tools that can help them in all different forms is the great part about where we're at in technology today. And Tammy, you too are a parent. Uh, How did you get involved with Allison on this project? So we have a shared passion for education. Uh, I'm actually a former classroom teacher. I've got a master's degree in education. And so um, Allison's always been an inspiration because really her love, her passion for education is what drives my dream at the company. So the Adorboos is, uh, it is what's really fun about it is that it takes some pretty technical content. I mean, you're learning blockchain, you're learning um, things like networking, you know, it can be really difficult, very challenging vocabulary and really the the best way to learn that is kind of in context right as you're as you're interacting with the words and so with the adorboos we've taken these mini games that have really fun characters and uh, you're able to kind of play through these games but while you're playing you're also taking in the knowledge of that vocabulary so you're practicing it you're seeing the words in different ways and uh, it kind of takes a little bit of the edge off of some of that challenge so it's just sort of a shared passion between Allison and I That's great. Uh, Where does the, and we'll talk about the blockchain aspect and other things later, but where does the name Adorboos come from? So if you look at the creatures, Allison, do you want to answer or shall I? They're adorable. Go go ahead, Tammy. (laughs) The the creatures are meant to be cute. (laughs) They're round. They've got great big eyes. You know, they're very engaging. And so Adorboos was sort of inspired by their name. I got it. Well, thank you. This is a great start to the show. Once again, you're listening to Silicon Valley Insider. I'm your host, Keith Koo. My special guests today are Allison Wynn and Tammy Laverty, co-founders of My Dream. And we're talking about their company, how they're helping students 
prepare for standardized tests like the SAT and the ACT and how they're doing that with through uh, one of the products is called the Doraboos. If you have any questions or comments or how you can find out more about their platform, email us at info at svn.biz. And Tammy, why don't you tell us what your website is? It is theadoraboos.com. And Adoraboos is like adorable, adorable, but with the boo at the end of it. So that's theadoraboos.com. That's where you can find the game. So don't go away. When we come back, we're going to hear a lot more about My Dream and Adoraboos. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn, and we will be right back. For questions or comments on today's program, call one 888 828-7846. That's 888-828-SVIN. Now, back to Silicon Valley Insider. Once again, your host, Keith Koo. Hey, Insiders. Welcome back to Silicon Valley Insider with Keith Koo. My guests today are Allison Wynn and Tammy Laverty, the founders of My Dream and their app called Adorboos, and they're helping do test prep like SAT and ACT through a mobile app. Allison, thanks again for being here. I have a question about how has your app helped social distance learning? That's a really good question, uh, Keith. Um, during the COVID, it's really confusing for parents and kids on exactly what the learning environment is. Uh, a lot of children uh, play video games. It's very difficult to stop um, and you know, uh, play games, learn on the same device. Um, and a lot of parents just like struggle right now with um, uh, distance learning, kind of controlling video game usage, controlling Instagram social media usage, right? And so the question we had posed to us, and this was pre-COVID, was how do we make digital media usage um, something that could be used for education purposes, especially for test prep. And I think our team did a really great job designing a fun game, um, utilizing a lot of the mechanisms of uh, digital media. And I guess some of the controversial things that people have talked about in like the social dilemma uh, the the gaming, the, all this other stuff, but how do we make it engaging, educational for the kids? And so the Adoraboos is just like what you said. It's adorable. It's fun. It's using these mini games and it's taking advantage of, um, I guess, the language that many of these kids know about, which is gaming and, and um, digital media, quick, fast response to learning new vocabulary words, to um, uh, test prep, where normally they would have to go to, say, like a Kaplan Center, be exposed to other kids, to, to teachers, uh, sitting down in a classroom environment, really focusing. Uh, whereas the Adorboos, you're playing a game and you don't even know that you're learning. And over you know, a period of time, you're learning very technical um, vocabulary word, which is useful for uh, PSAT, SAT, ACT. And we're starting to add in the math components too. So, you know, it is a game at the end of the day, but you're learning very useful topics uh, along the way. 
All right. Well, thank you. That's very good in the description on, on uh, how your app is helping with distance learning. Um, you know, I wanted to go back because earlier in the show, the first segment, we talked about the history behind uh, the partnership with you, Allison, and Tammy. But I wanted to just circle back a little bit because I think you're being a little bit humble. I know your background. Why don't we talk a little bit about your technical background and how that played into also the formation of my dream? I'm not as technically active as I used to be. Um, Right now, we do have a team of programmers and designers. And uh, Tammy's husband actually is like our wonderful artist. And he designed the Adora booth. And we have a very talented team of engineers. But I did study engineering um, and computer science at Stanford University many years ago. And currently, I'm at the university as a research fellow. So um, on the side, my side gig uh, or my full-time gig, as um, depending who's listening, if uh, anyone at Stanford's listening, they may, they may be surprised to know. But I am a researcher and a fellow, a research fellow in the Stanford Robotics Lab. Very cool. Thank you for explaining that. And Tammy, I wanted to also go a little more into your background as well. Absolutely. So my background is in design and education, as I mentioned. And so I, I have this uh, this interest and this uh, this desire to kind of uh, solve problems creatively. Uh, and really, I'm always looking for you know ways to reach my audience get them excited about it and share information in a way that's going to get them excited. And so what's so great about working with Allison is that she is at the forefront of, you know, just kind of getting these ideas out there, getting kids excited about them, getting people excited about them and realizing that, you know, this is something we can all kind of come together around, which is this sort of creative environment. As she was saying, my husband's the creative director. So we're sort of a family at my dream. Uh, and uh, we're, we're kind of unified around this idea that uh, you really can use technology as a powerful learning tool. And um, my part of that is also the creative side of it, the art side, the creative and the marketing. Uh, we kind of go along with that. We go along with the technical guys as the, the creative force that kind of helps to bring that vision together. This is a wonderful story. Um, I had Jedediah on my show a few times. We've done business together. He founded a couple of companies, but he was talking about explaining a term that I had not heard a couple of years back, but it's a term that's been used in the Valley for many years called the blue flame. The blue flame is stereotypically two male founders, usually um, before they hit the age of 30. So you can think of like Larry and Sergey or um, uh, David Yang and Jerry Philo. Uh, and really about how that's usually this, the stereotype of founders in the Valley. And now we have uh, two very strong women with great backgrounds who are breaking that stereotype, creating something that is a family engagement and does have all the same types of pedigree that you would expect in a Valley startup. So hats off to you. And especially this type of an app that is uh, very useful to children for their education. So I'm really pleased with that as a parent. (laughs) I can imagine I'm going to have my daughter try this out. So um, in regards to Adorabu's, it's available, uh, and we'll talk about it in our next segment, but I just want to say it's available as a mobile app. Is it on other platforms as well? It's currently on Android and iOS. Okay. And you can link that from the website, theadorboost.com. There are links to the stores where you can download and play the game. 
Got it. Um, what other products does your company work on? That's our main product right now, but we have um, uh, various different product lines. Uh, in the past, we've produced a productivity app for virtual reality and augmented reality called VR Toolbox. I think for a few years, that was one of the top productivity app um, on the uh, Oculus store, on the Steam store. Uh, uh, a few years before that, we had a Minecraft uh, competitor, which was more like organic in its shape and more education friendly. And it had the, I guess, eponymous name, uh, My Dream on Steam. And we, we won several awards in the education sector for that. Um, so my vision has always been towards, uh, you know, education, stimulation, um, and we have a lot of people experience in the gaming industry working at our company, right? And so we use many of the design principles that the gaming company have used, and they've like learned um, a lot about how neuroscience works to make certain things very addictive to monetize. And we, you know, decided to use these well-known tactics in the gaming industry, such as rewards, uh, timing things in the, um, you know, notifications. And we decided to use that to make uh, learning addictive and, and really fun. I, I know what you mean. Uh, my son is playing Prodigy and mm-hmm. uh, he, he plays it every chance he gets. And um, when I think about concepts like yours and one of the companies I advise, uh, it, it is good to channel that addictive energy or potential into something positive. So uh, I totally get that. Um, we are out of time on this segment, but when we get back, I want to really dive into uh, some of the, the learnings in the development process. How does blockchain even play into this, which is something we haven't gotten to yet. So once again, you're listening to Silicon Valley Insider. I'm your host, Keith Koo. I have Allison Wynn and uh, Tammy Laverty, who are the co-founders of My Dream, we're talking about My Dream, an app that really empowers students for test prep like SAT and ACT and their journey along the way. If you have questions or comments on how to get a hold of the app, email us at info at svin.biz. Go to Adorabooz, which is a, like adorable, and then B-O-O-S dot com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn, and we'll be right back. For questions or comments on today's program, call 1-888-828-7846. That's 888-828-SVIN. Now, back to Silicon Valley Insider. Once again, your host, Keith Koo. Welcome back to Silicon Valley Insider. I'm your host, Keith Koo. On today's show, I have Allison Wynn, CEO, and Tammy Laverty, Chief Marketing Officer and Founders of MyDream. And they have a free test prep app for the SAT and the ACT called Adorabuse. And we're talking about how they've been doing during COVID-19. Also, a little later in the show, we have Santa Clara Supervisor Dave Cortesi, who will be talking about the digital divide. On this week's Cyber Tip, I want to talk about autonomous driving with Elon Musk's announcement, which I spoke about earlier in the show, that they're going to be offering an FSD package or full self-driving I know that that means different things to different people. So I just quickly wanted to go through what each level is and where I think Tesla's at today. Level zero is no automation. We do that every day. Level one would be something like cruise control. Level two 
is where there's partial automation so cars can steer, they can accelerate. Level three conditional automation is where they still can't figure out, the cars can't figure out all the things that might happen unexpectedly. Level four is high automation. The vehicle can perform all driving tasks under specific circumstances and they require a lot of geofencing or sensors throughout the community to know where the cars are at at all time. And level five is full automation where the vehicle can act independently, doesn't require any driver interaction and can do anything that a human driver can do, including react to sudden unexpected objects or people or things. Tesla, even after this FSD package will still be no further than level three, which is conditional automation until there's much more technology and sensors in the community and elsewhere, uh, no car will be there anytime soon, level five. So even if you're a Tesla owner or you're thinking about buying a Tesla, just be aware that you will still be responsible and are expected to take control of the vehicle at any time. And that's the cyber tip of the week. Welcome back to Silicon Valley Insider. I'm your host, Keith Koo. On today's show, I have Allison Wynn, CEO, and Tammy Laverti, Chief Marketing Officer and Founders of My Dream, a test prep mobile app for the SAT and the ACT. And they're going to be talking about how their company has been doing well during COVID-19. A little bit later in the show, I'm going to have Santa Clara Supervisor Dave Cortesi talking about the digital divide. So one thing I wanted to dive into is a lot of industry buzz the last few years on blockchain, whether it be Bitcoin as cryptocurrency or one of the things I talk about often is blockchain as a technology. How does blockchain tie into my dream and Adora Booze? That's a really good question. So one of our vision is to educate like the, the, the future generation. And I do believe that, um, that, Cryptocurrency is the future of the of our currency. Maybe not right now, but for this next generation, right? The the Generation Z, the kids who are just starting to play our app at 12, 13, 14 years old. In about 10 years, the cryptocurrency and blockchain will be mainstream in 10 years from now. And so they have an opportunity to learn the background of how blockchain works the vocabulary behind it. Blockchain and cryptocurrency can be very intimidating because it involves economics, it involves math, involves computer science, networking, um, and the stock market. So how do we explain blockchain in easy to understand chunks for everyone? So our app is a really good platform to understand technical jargony topics, right? And so that is a module that you can select within the Adorboos to learn about blockchain. And we have another module, we call that Jules. um, And Jules is the cryptocurrency for for the Adorboos but because of uh, regulation and all the stuff going on with the SEC, we're doing that as an in-game currency. Yep. See, um, and so we're figuring out how we can have that as a, a, a having our cryptocurrency 
for the Adora booth. Um, but within our game, we're launching it as jewels, as just an in-game currency for right now. Makes a lot of sense. When I first learned about Bitcoin when I was at the Bank of Tokyo um, working on technology risk, we were looking at it academically. And as I got, to, this was back in 2013, when I got to learn more about blockchain as technology, and before I had kids, I was definitely active in gaming. <laughs> um, I immediately thought of in-game currency in games as being a great use case for blockchain. And so whenever I hear that story, I think about it more and more because that is the easy, one of the easiest ways I find in explaining it to people. I also sometimes explain those Chuck E. Cheese tokens. Uh, for more physically minded people, but that that's a really good use case. And I think teaching children, because uh, just uh, at the time we're recording the show, just in the last week, the U.S. Fed talked about how they're developing a digital currency, which we knew about, and the EU just um, came out with their patent on the digital euro. And so whether the public is ready or not, whether we're accepting of it or not, uh, digital currency is in some form going to happen. And so being able to train our children about it now is actually a smart move. So Tammy, uh, this is all really interesting. Transitioning away from where we're at with children understanding blockchain, what are the educational principles behind this? What are the use cases and the success? Here in Silicon Valley, everyone, as a country as well, everyone wants to get their kids ahead, give them a head start. How is this app really driving to those outcomes? So the idea behind the application is that if you are learning the vocabulary, you're building a foundation that you can understand the topic at hand. So using blockchain as an example, you know, if you don't understand the words and the, the, those parts of blockchain itself, you have a hard time understanding the other concepts. So it's really the foundation. So the idea is how can you practice this in a way that's going to allow uh, the student to really internalize that information? You know, so we want them to kind of go back to it. That's why they're mini games. The idea is they're quick. You know, the idea behind the Doorboos is you can learn anywhere. So you take your phone with you, you pull out the mini game, it's quick, it's fun, and it's engaging. And so the idea is because it is those things, it's taking something that may be complicated and it's breaking it up into smaller pieces that are easier for the student to really connect with and make sure that they're learning so that they're able to really understand that topic more fully because they have a more fully engaged sense of the vocabulary. That's great. And then how, because we talked about earlier that it's available on iOS and Android. Is it a freemium model? Is it a free app with in-game purchases or um, in-game transaction? How does that work? So for right now, it's a freemium model because we are wanting to reach out and build up our user base. So it's a great time to jump in and start using the Adorboos because right now it is freemium. It will not always remain so. Right now we're trying to, you know, kind of test it out and, and get those users in there so we can get more information back about how to improve, uh, improve the games. And then of the uh, users on the platform so far, have how do you actually measure success? We have in-game analytics uh, that have been set up by our main developer. And uh, so we are just kind of like starting to get that all in there so we can get uh, background information on the ages and, and just uh, the uses of the games. And yeah. that is his information more than mine, but I definitely know we have that in-game. No, that's great. Allison, can um, you remind me on the demographic or the targeted users for the app? Yes, so basically, um, Anyone who is interested in test prep, 
So right now we have uh, SAT, ACT. It's useful for PSAT too. So age, you know, 10, 12 and up. And uh, we actually have a lot of interest in this and people want us to develop content for MCAT, LSAT school, as well as potentially partnering with um, large uh, sales organizations to do technical sales prep, such as for like, you know, pharma, pharma reps who need to know about uh, biology and pharmaceutical, but don't have the uh, college education background in sciences. That's fantastic. Uh, what is on the roadmap for your company in the next, say, six months to two years? Um, for the next year, we do think that we will still be in COVID, and we just want to help as many people as possible. So we're trying to make this uh, and keep this a free game. Download it, adorboost.com. Find it on iOS, Android and just really try to help as many people as we can develop more content, develop fun, free animals and characters for people to download, make the game just really cute and fun. And, you know, so that way you can learn. It's just a really tough situation that the whole entire world is um, undergoing right now. So, um, you know, the more that we can learn and, you know, have fun while we're learning, um, that's our focus for the next year. Well, thank you both for being on the show today. Allison Wynn and Tammy Laverty, co-founders of My Dream. We talked about Adorabooze. You can find more about Adorabooze on adorabooze.com. Uh, it's a freemium app, which means that right now for the time being, you can download the app and use it for free. I'm definitely going to encourage my children to use it. So thanks again, Allison and Tammy, for being on today's show. Thank you. Thanks so much, Keith. And I look forward to tracking how you're doing and uh, checking in once in a while. So definitely feel free to come on back. For sure. You're listening to Silicon Valley Insider. My guest today from My Dream, Allison Wynn and Tammy Laverty, the co-founders of My Dream. Any questions or comments, you can email us at info at You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. Thank you. For questions or comments on today's program, call 1-888-828-7846. That's 888-828-SVIN. Now, back to Silicon Valley Insider. Once again, your host, Keith Koo. Hey, Insiders. Welcome back to Silicon Valley Insider. I'm your host, Keith Koo. My special guest on The Pivot today is Dave Cortesi, who is a Santa Clara County Supervisor. Hi, Dave. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me, Keith. I'm glad to be here. So, Dave, it's so timely that you, as a member of the Santa Clara County Board of Supervisors, uh, especially with all that's been happening with the pandemic, COVID-19, that I wanted to talk to you about the digital divide and what's been happening with um, all that going on in Silicon Valley. Yeah, well, you know, it's uh, an interesting thing because, of course, we've been working on closing the digital divide for years, especially when it comes to students and schools. I mean, if you think back on it, uh, when I was a school board member over 20 years ago, uh, the big deal was to try to get fiber optic cable into all of our schools because none of them had been wired that way. And it was a big retrofit, retrofit project. And, you know, I was on the East Side Union High School District Board of Trustees at the time. That was the largest high school district in Northern California. None of the schools were wired. Um, so, you know, a lot of effort was put in back in those days 
um, to, to, to try to hardwire everything. And of course, uh, that technology became obsolete. You know, I remember former San Jose Mayor Susan Hammer working with the county and then working with the school districts, you know, on, you know, on fiber optic. And then, you know, next thing you know, I'm a city council member and, you know, involved with the tech industry and, and all the carriers start coming forward saying, forget that, you know, Wi-Fi is where we're headed, right? We're, we're going wireless. And, and the schools um, don't need to do a lot, right, to get right. there. It's the families, it's the households, it's the students themselves um, that get locked out, uh, depending on a variety of barriers, you know, income or just where they are, if they're just not in uh, a, a Wi-Fi friendly area. So um, we put seven, we as a county board of supervisors, that's where I am now. I've been on the county board for 11 and a half years uh, just uh, put in $7.1 million uh, into closing the digital divide for 15,000 households, 15,000 families out there who, I mean, the governor and the school districts have been saying, you know, distance learning, distance learning. Yeah. Well, that's great. But if you don't have a connection and you don't have devices, uh, you're, you're really out of luck. And, you know, we can't, we can't allow that to happen. Yeah. And was any of that part of the CARES Act? I know some of the other counties have been. That's a great question. You know, we put the money up out of our general fund to expedite things. Um, and then the way the CARES Act work is kind of like FEMA or something like that. You have to put a claim back into the federal government, you know, for your expenses. So we, we would hope that they would qualify it as a COVID-related expense and, and allow it. We are applying for it. Uh, but if we don't, you know, we have our eyes open and we're willing to make that uh, contribution, if you will, from the county general fund, even though it's not the county directly responsible for the schools, we realize the problem there. And then, you know, now with telecare, you know, those same kids and families, you know, can't get health care either. And that is a big county issue, obviously. We, we, we can't, you know, we're trying to keep people safe from COVID, but also from the flu and everything else that's coming along. Certainly. So uh, I had executives from NTT Data on just a few weeks back, and we talked about how digital transformation has really accelerated by at least five years because of COVID-19. It's great to hear what the county is doing to address the digital divide. What are some of your predictions on where the county and the communities are going post-pandemic? Well, I think another demographic that you'll see is, is seniors or older adults, because we have a very similar problem there. Uh, some of it's it's a little different. It's not as much necessarily as them being sort of locked out from Wi-Fi connections or hotspots, but uh, a lack of um, a lack of accessibility in other ways, um, a lack of, of of even understanding or training as to to how to use uh, devices, how to use online services. So uh, the county also at my initiative um, is putting a big push on you know, and that'll roll out a little more slowly than the Children's Digital Divide Act of 7.1 million. But this other issue is is something that we turned over to the county's Office of Aging Services and said, you know, it's going to be just important, just as important over time to make sure our older adults, who are also vulnerable, um, you know, get up to speed. You know, they 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 need to be connected and. Um, and that's going to require a whole bunch of, of resources and services. Otherwise, you have a big problem. You're talking about real human pain, real human suffering, isolation, uh, lack of access. Uh, those are not good things. And 
you ask about the future, the senior population in this county, which is about 15% of the population right now, one five, is, is going to be almost double, 30%. I mean, um, yes, 30% of the county population will be older adults uh, by 2030, 10 years from now. So it's something we do need to address. Yeah, I, I can imagine uh, before my parents passed, I definitely helped them with their technology needs. And, you know, they were highly educated and um, middle income and they, they had no problems with uh, access. It was just the problems of education and learning. So I can imagine that's another uh, part of being a senior and how do you get them um, not just the connection, but actually able to use the technology. Yeah. And they want to do it right. I'm sure your parents wanted to, they're very much willing to embrace it, but they, a lot of, a lot of them, of course, um, because they are not, um, you know, part of the digital age. I mean, that's not how they grew up. You know, I'm 64 years old. I'm just right on the edge of it myself. But, you know, they just, they lack the confidence, of course, and they don't want to make a mistake or do something wrong. So that training, as you mentioned, is really important. And not all of them have somebody like, you know, Keith Kuh that can come over and, and help them out. So that's, that's where I think the county comes in and it becomes a big social service effort at some point. That's great. Well, Dave, where can they go for help? Where's the website or what's the, uh, where do they call, who do they call? Well, you can go, first of all, you can always come to my office. Um, and that website is the supervisorcortese.org. Supervisorcortese, C-O-R-T-E-S-E.org. Um, and from there, you know, you can get a portal right into the main county website, or you can communicate with my office and real people in my office, real staff members, will hook you up with the help that you need. Um, if you go into the main county website, which is, which is sccgov.org, SCC, like Santa Clara County, G-O-V, like government.org, that will allow you to go in and look for departments. You want to go to the Office of Aging Services and click on their uh, web page, and from there you can get help. Um, but people are always welcome. I mean, if you want to use old technology, call our office, 408-299-5030. And like I said, uh, you know, a real human being will, will help you and connect you. And we're happy to do that, very happy to do it. Right. Well, well, Dave, thanks again for being on the show today. Always great to catch up with you. And we look forward to having you back on. Yeah, thank you, Keith. I look forward to the time when we can have, you know, those technology fairs back at the county building like we've had over the past few years and really get people to come together around these issues. So. Well, as soon as we have a vaccine, we'll do that. Thank you. Thank you. So you're listening to Silicon Valley Insider. Special guest is Dave Cortesi, who is a Santa Clara County supervisor. And we've been talking about the digital divide. Any questions or comments, email us at info at svin.biz. And we will see you next week. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Insider with Keith Koo. For questions or comments on today's program or to schedule a complimentary consultation with Keith about your business, call 1-888-828-SVIN. That's 1-888-828-7846, 888-828-SVIN. 